Hello, everybody, and welcome to yet another episode of Fan with the Fan Bike Podcast. Joining me today is one Nikki Grayson. Hello. And I am Steven Strum, managing editor of fanbyte.com. I didn't actually say, but Nikki Grayson is the social editor and of, of fanbyte.com. That's your title, right? That's me. Okay. Yep, that's it. I can't... I cannot, for the life of me, remember anybody's new titles because mine didn't yeah. change and I didn't have to learn anything mm-hmm. new. Yeah. Um, yeah, mine is still social editor, but ADP doesn't know that. So oh. have to, we have to let them know. <laughs> yeah, that would be important. <laughs> uh, Merritt could not join us today. No technical issues this week. The only technical mis- issues were inside of her mouth because she had to have a root mm-hmm. canal, so she's off uh, recovering from that real quick and on her way back and everything like that. Teeth are bones... Nikki, are they inside or outside of the body? Have you decided? I've I've come to the conclusion after deep thought for the last 35 seconds mm-hmm. uh, that teeth are inside of the body because the mouth closes. But right. you started to talk about how you open the mouth and they are outside mm-hmm. kind of a lot. They're in the open air. Yeah. I guess technically, like, my arm bone can be outside of the body if I try hard it enough. It could be. Does that mean that your, your like, ulna could get cavities? Uh, no, because uh, you don't eat with your ulna. No, no sh- uh, d- did your dentist ever refer to uh, plaque and, like, bacteria as sugar bugs? Ooh, that's horrifying. Yeah. No. They called them sugar... My dentist, uh, my, my, like, pediatric pediatric dentist i guess uh for a long time referred to um bacteria and whatever it was causing cavities in my mouth as sugar bugs and i do definitely remember that getting increasingly weird because i i probably used like my original dentist just because it was like just simple to keep at that dentist for maybe too long because i was like mm-hmm. i remember being in like may early high school or whatever and him calling them sugar bugs and me thinking like I know what bacteria is. <laughs> like, yeah, I need to. Yeah, I need to go. I do need to um, leave now. I've gotten to the I've age had... where this. Go ahead. Oh no, I've had the same dentist since I was seven. Oh really? Are they a pediatric dentist? Do they still like? No, give... they like they do everything. Okay. They're like they're they're one they're a uh, a cosmetic dentist to the stars. Oh, they really? didn't they didn't start out that way, um, yeah. but as the clientele moved forward. Uh, I mean, I still go in there to get my cleanings. What's the worst thing that they've had to do to your mouth? Oh, so many bad things have happened oh, inside no. of my mouth, Nikki. <laughs> my so my dad has uh, fairly like poor teeth. Like I think he's kind of uh, self conscious about them to a certain extent. And so mm-hmm. as a result of that, he made sure that me and my brother um, got lots and lots and lots of work done at a very early age to our teeth to make sure that they were good. So right. like. We had braces, we had retainers, we had, uh, like, XYZ. I've had my wisdom teeth removed, which is definitely the worst one. Like, Hell yeah. Getting your wisdom teeth removed is harrowing. Um, so, canal. My, my fun wisdom teeth story is that I need them removed, but all, all of them are impacted. Mm, um, that's a, and um, it's not good. Which, which, yeah, if you don't know what impaction is, it means that they're growing in sideways instead of up. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. And the last time I spoke to my dentist, he was like, ooh, they might have to break your jaw for this one. Yep. Because thing. Uh, yeah, there's not going to be enough space in my mouth to to dig to those babies around. out. Yeah. Yeah. Without snapping my jaw open. Yep. Which would put a little bit of a wrench 
in this whole thing. Uh-huh. In this thing <laughs> where you do need to use your mouth and voice pretty unless, much constantly. Unless. Or I could do uh, a Kanye and uh, just talk like this the whole time. <laughs> and for six weeks, just this is my how I talk in a podcast. Did is Kanye, this good audio? Did Kanye have yeah, his all job? Of, yeah, he got in a car accident and broke his jaw. Ooh. All of... Um, all of uh fucking hold on uh uh-huh. graduation kanye west wait is that that one no not graduation the i was one about before to say graduation i feel like i would have known i feel like i would have noticed if he had a broken jaw while he was recording graduations Albums. uh college no late registration he had late a broken jaw the whole time the whole time yeah See, I also would have thought that I would have noticed that too, but I guess not. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a true fan. Which you know what? Fair, like the way things went, maybe turned out okay. <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe it's okay if I didn't like completely hop on that train. Sorry, <sighs> through the wire. Wait, no. Yeah, through the wire is is uh, is uh, is was he recorded when he was has broken mouth. It turns out that ev- literally every single album he's ever recorded, he's had a bro. He breaks his jaw. He re-breaks <laughs> it ex- for every album. That explains so much. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, that's uh oh huge news from Twitter dot com. Oh. Uh. Oh. No, this is not news. This was an old tweet. <laughs> <laughs> this is an old tweet that surfaced. God, you just keep uh, like dragging me on this roller coaster with you. Sorry, Twitter. <laughs> Twitter was like, you, you want to see this day old Destiny tweet? Mm. Uh, well, now I have I to know what say it is. that. Well, the the jacket was still available, but they mm-hmm. decided to feed me that tweet today, mm-hmm. twenty four hours after it was relevant, and the jacket is gone now. Yeah, I am just looking now. You, I, I'm, we're both. Like children of the world, I feel like we mm-hmm. we have looked at the search like sla- the news slash for you slash sports slash fun slash entertainment section of Twitter, the Twitter yes. app, perhaps before. It's bad, right? It's it, like it is bad in there. It's terrible, but just keep looking at it. But yeah. Every once in a while, I'm looking at it right now. Um, seeing that uh, Ecuador's president signs new decree after mass protests. Uh, oh, yours are boy. much different from mine. Well, I'm under. I'm not under for you. I'm under news right now. Ah, uh, I see. Okay. For you had my something trends, about LeBron James. Yeah, my trends for me are Gina Rodriguez. Uh, Got that? Charlize Theron is in a movie called Bombshell Movie. Yep, I watched the trailer uh, for that. It, impeach the Prez, because I guess I couldn't put all the letters in there. Nope. Um, can you just hold on? Remember when Twitter was 140 characters? Yeah. Simpler times. It was a simpler time, but also, like, I can't... Like, the the experience hasn't changed at all, but I remember being like, wow, I can say so much more now. Mm-hmm. And now it's it feels like you're right back to, like, not having enough to say, not having yeah. enough room to say the things you want to say, because you've just adjusted. Exactly. Um, man, that... Charlize Theron movie, I don't... That... What's it about? Fox News. It's about the. It's about oh. Megan. Charlize Theron plays Megan Kelly. Oh, she's Megan Kelly. I mm-hmm. see. I'm out. Which had some people out there being like, "Oh yeah, I'm here for this just to see Megan or to see Charlize Theron as Megan Kelly." And I'm like, now the things that went down surrounding Megan Kelly were bad, but that does not also mm-hmm. make we're... Megan Kelly less bad. She's also quite yeah, a yeah, bad yeah, person, yeah. and yes. I feel like we're we're 
maybe rubbing some of that under the rug. It's it's like every time um, like certain esports people get mentioned in the news and sourced as people, it's like yes, okay, they did have some useful information, or, or maybe they had like some, maybe they're even correct on this particular insight. I do not necessarily need to have these bad bad esports men who have done very bad things all the time talked about in yeah. like these tones necessarily. Please get them off my yeah. timeline. Um, out of the timeline. Speaking of esports, they turned Fortnite off. Yeah, the the most important esport, the most esport. Yeah, they turned Fortnite off. Yeah, for it's done now. Like two days. Well, it's it's on now, but they had it was off. Oh damn it! I was so excited. I thought it was just like I thought for a minute there. I was like, oh, Epic is done. They're just like we nope. We made the, enough money. We, we yeah, end. <laughs> we're happy with this amount. We made we'll enough now. money, and you know what? We don't need any more. Mm-hmm. You know, like companies do. Like companies yeah. usually do. <laughs> I do like cap. Like how- capitalism cap. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's called capitalism. Ah, you're just working towards your, your cap, cap and trade. Mm-hmm. It's all there. Think tapping head uh, gif. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is an audio program, people. I'm very sorry. <laughs> it's not easy to um, get that across. <laughs> yeah, they turned off. They turned off Fortnite so they could update it. Yeah. Um. And they did a they did a fun thing where they blew up the whole ass island, which yeah, is like that cool. Yeah. And then they blew up the island. I watched a twenty five minute lore video um, on Fortnite. Did you know that Fortnite has deep lore? No, no, it doesn't. By, by no, I don't mean I didn't know. I mean no, it doesn't. <laughs> oh, okay. So here's here's the thing. It has deep lore. It is not rich. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Deep, not rich. Okay. All right. <laughs> it is deep, not rich. Um, it's all bad. Like, it is not good lore, and also, like, they're... You know how Bungie... You know how Bungie has the lore, but it's not in the game? Yeah. But it does still exist? And it's good. It's, like, and it's really good. good. The Fortnite lore doesn't exist in the game and doesn't exist outside of the game. And the story happens in... A lot of the story happens in the... Um, Loading In what screens? you and I... Yeah, yes. And what you and I would see as the season trailer um, that, like, introduces guns and stuff, that is actually where the story is. Right, yeah. I think I knew um, a little bit about this because I know, like, there's something with the tomato is God or something. Yeah, and, like, the Ice the ice King man um, is not from this dimension. Uh-huh. And he, like, cut a hole in reality to come into the Fortnite Island dimension. Yeah. And then uh, the guy who looks like Santa Claus isn't Santa Claus. His name is Sergeant Winter. Uh-huh. And he was waging a war against the Ice King um, because he thought he was doing the right thing. But in actuality, he was actually just hurting the Fortnite Island. Who um, thought they were doing the right thing? Sergeant Winter or the Ice Sergeant King? Winter. The Ice King was always evil. There's also an, an a mysterious organization that the YouTuber that I watched deemed Organization X, but every single time I heard them say Organization X, I just pretended that they said Organization 13 because uh-huh, that was uh-huh. funnier to me. Um, <laughs> They're just because lines away. X, uh-huh. I, I, I. It's super close. 
uh, because the the uh, Kingdom Hearts universe might as well be Fortnite. That's the thing, though. That's the thing about the Fortnite lore is it's just a bunch of like random stream of content. Like I was cool, so I I actually talked up the Fortnite stuff a lot back when it was just like stream of consciousness nonsense. But then like mm-hmm. when people started trying to attribute meaning to it and stuff like that and saying like, oh no, this is the story. It's like no, it's not. It's a big ghost. Yeah. There was a ghost and a portal and stuff like that, and that's cool as like abstract expressive expressionism it's less cool when you try to say like oh no this is lore and it's just like yeah "Mm, it doesn't have to be though remember when remember when thanos was in it i do remember when thanos was in it. okay so remember when thanos was in it and then there was a movie shoot uh no not that part okay so like so okay so they brought thanos in and then there were a bunch of like superhero like there was like all the like the iconic avengers items were in there so oh right right, the hulk gloves and like right um at the same time there were also like superhero skins and stuff Uh uh-huh and on one of the parts of the map there was a movie studio that popped up that was filming a superhero movie because that's that that was the tie-in okay actually in what a, what the lore says is that was Organization X creating a front, uh, and the the film was actually a front because they were digging a hole underneath the movie studio because they were looking for something that was inside of the Fortnite Island. Did they find it? They did not because so- there was a in a different location there was a vault buried in the Fortnite Island. Um, did you know that the V in V Bucks is named after a person? Named Professor Vanderchuk. So is so this is actually leads into my next question: Is Vanderchuk in the Save the World mode, and is the Save the World mode a completely separate plotline from the rest of all of this stuff, or are they do they take place in the same universe? Are the husks like a the part husks? Of all this? The husks as so the person didn't mention Save the World at all, but the husks uh, were sent by the cube. There was a cube at some point that like came from the sky. No, I remember the I remember Kevin the cube, but Kevin the cube. But, but no, but the husks were there first. I played. They were yes. I played. I played mm-hmm. Save the World back when it wasn't even called that. It was just Fortnite. There was just Fortnite, one. Fortnite, yeah. And they were just yeah, called yeah, husks, yeah. and there was the storm. Correct. And the storm was just the thing. It's just yeah. The, 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 no, the husks were there lore. first. No, but it's no. lore now. It's but, lore. But no, <laughs> Nikki. Yeah, the, uh, the the hive have. Uh, taken over the Fortnite islands whether we wanted to or not sorry Lance. yeah that was uh i don't know i i watched that video and still don't know anything about it um mm. but i watched the trailer for Fortnite 2 the sequel uh-huh. to Fortnite. um and there's a gooey boy um who looks like uh that green pokemon what's got like another floating pokemon in it Turtwig. nope <laughs> that's the turtle bulbasaur <laughs> No, that's the other turtle one. Uh, Bulbasaur is a frog, strangely enough. I remember where I was when I realized that Bulbasaur was actually a frog and it fucked up my brain. I guess so, Cause, Bulbasaur. Because I was like older than I was supposed to be. I was like 16 when I like looked at it and I was like, oh, it's a frog. I've never really... I mean, mm, kind of, I guess. It doesn't like have frog proportions. Its mouth is kind of frog-like, I guess. But it's like legs yeah. are like... It's like I always thought it was just kind of like a dinosaur... You know, it's like yeah, a little lizard. Yeah, it look like a dinosaur. Yeah, but... Do you know that Squirtle's a turtle? <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> now, War Turtle, That ain't no turtle. So, let me tell you. No. Uh, what is... And then I uh, guess Charmander's like a salamander. 
These are the questions that I have now that we're talking about Pokemon. Did mm-hmm. humans base cannons off of Blastoise? Or did oh. Blastoise's evolutionary situation uh, come about because a bunch of Squirtles and War Turtles looked at cannons and well, were like, what if water came out of those? Which I is how like- evolution works. I feel like humans must have based their technology off of that, because I'm pretty sure in the Pokemon universe, like, all technology is just based on Pokemon and, like, inspired by Pokemon. Like, how cities are powered by, like, electricity, by Pikachus or whatever. Stuff like That's that. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. You know, they work together. So does that mean... So does that mean that, like, Hitmonchan and Hitmonlee are direct, descent, uh, direct ancestors of humans? Well, I was going to say that maybe Hitmonchan and Hitmonlee, like, worked together with humans to develop the original martial arts. Maybe they were, like, genetically predisposed to being, like, really good at that sort of thing and, like, thinking about that sort of stuff. And, like, maybe they worked together to create those sorts of things. Uh, So you're saying that people... So the people are are a distinct... A separate evolutionary situation happened to create human... And then a different one also happened to create the pocket monsters. Or are humans just Pokemon? Are they just yeah. the kind of Pokemon that just happens to like exactly. have special special things? That's an interesting point. Uh, let's consult the Fortnite lore <laughs> to find out because I'm sure it includes. Uh, so I'm sure Organization X dug up a fucking like Pokeball or whatever. And... Oh, so you joke they did they did dig up a ball. There was a, like a reality orb that was buried in the vault. And then um, the you know remember the meteor the meteor hit the reality orb and that's why the black hole started. But what does this have to do with the zombies? Nothing. The zombies are gone now. But no, they're, just, they're still in there. You could just play the other mode. They were in the. Do you know? Do you know Fortnite Save the World? Do you know anything about it at all? Do you know that there's zombies? I, in- I, here's I remember being extremely excited the first time I saw Fortnite when it was just Save the World and I was like, oh, this seems like a cool thing. And then it disappeared for a while. And then Save the World came out, and this it was nothing. And then I didn't play it. And then they were like, "But what if we put like hacked together this battle royale thing?" And then it was the biggest game in the world. Yeah, because I played it when it was still that thing when it when it came out into early access as just Fortnite, uh, yeah. where it was just the like zombie thing, and it's like kind of a base building thing that's not particularly that interesting, honestly. <laughs> But but that has like a story in it. That's not like that 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 has Mm -hmm. like a whole thing where you're like you know it has characters and stuff where that that have lines of dialogue and things and tell you stuff. So like my my what I'm curious about and like the storm is a thing in that universe or whatever. And the husks come from there. The husks are like zombies, but 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 they're called husks because like the way that the zombies look, it's like it's basically the the skin of their torso and head has been pulled back like a hoodie and it like hangs off the back of their bodies and they have like Gross. a zombie body underneath. Yeah, it's like if it wasn't cartoonish, it would be like maybe one of the most horrifying designs of all time. <laughs> um if it didn't look like Dreamworks face, but it does, so it's fine. Um and so yeah, like the storm causes people to turn into zombies if you get like if you get trapped in it or whatever so you're like waiting for the storm to not be there or whatever you're trying to clear the storm there's like a friendly robot i think that is helping you figure stuff out you're like searching for a scientist and i don't know if that scientist is the v-bucks man or not um it, but it probably is the v-bucks man so that's what i'm wondering because like the battle bus guy is also a character in the fortnite save the world you go and rescue he him he dies no yeah, he fucking dies. He's the only good character. You can no, he him. dies. He dies in the black hole. 
what, is he dead dead or did he go through a black hole and like so in season he, of 99 he's gonna be back so the battle bus is back there was a whole thing where like you watch the battle bus get destroyed with the battle busman on it but then the battle bus does come back in the trailer okay for this so, one but i don't know if it's the same man it's gotta be anyway um let's ask tim yeah. Sweeney, who is uh, one <laughs> guesting with us here today we haven't introduced him yet <laughs> I'm really excited for uh, Fortnite Battle Royale to come out, though. Still in early access. So <laughs> Once they finish that game, it's going to be really good. It's going to be wild. I think. Uh, for all the people who spent $30 on the on Fortnite <laughs> Battle Royale, on place, a disc-based <laughs> copy of Fortnite for $30, which is a thing which you could do. It came with V-Bucks. Did you know that if you buy Overwatch on the Switch, there's nothing in the case? Oh my god, really? It's like There's a no game situation? card. It's just a downloadable. It's just a download I code. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Which is like, I like, I, I Blizzard, I get it. You gotta put a thing on the shelf, but that's wild. Yeah, eliminate all ownership. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the dream from the, mm-hmm. of the, of the, like, well, it's fine though, because once they reach their, like, the more, the faster that they eliminate, like, physical ownership of things, the sooner they'll reach their capitalist cap, and then they'll be done. Yeah, then right. Then on. they'll be done, mm-hmm. and then Blizzard will close. Yeah, well, you know, you say that, it does feel <laughs> like <laughs> Activision and Blizzard are maybe in some some bad positions these some days. Some hot though. water? Some hot a water. drain circling. Yeah, it does um, not seem BlizzCon will be though. interesting. BlizzCon is going to be a shit... BlizzCon is going to be a fucking, like... Like, like when they allowed, it's like going to be like when they allow prisoners to like go see Johnny Cash or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, it's going to be such a fucking lockdown. Like, I, yeah. I swear to God, it's going to be like, they, they always have those like public Q and A's every year. No fucking yeah. way this year. Yeah, no, no absolutely way. no way. They're removing every single camera in the Anaheim Convention Center. Like there's just, it's, <laughs> it's, it's just going to be a dark event. It's going to be the first, you know, you know when you go to shows sometimes and they make you put your phone in a bag so uh-huh. you can't use your phone? God. They're going to, that's what they're going to do to every single thing that has a lens on it or looks like it could have a lens. Mm-hmm. You're going to have um, to undo your belt and leave it at the door because uh-huh. you're not going to be allowed to have, like, a, it, you're going to have to undo your shoelaces. They're going to give you, like, booties when you walk in. It's going to be yeah. wild. The live streams, they are still going to let you purchase a digital ticket because it helps them towards their capitalism cap. But mm-hmm. it is going to be like a Kanye Sunday service stream for Coachella this uh-huh. year where someone just... <laughs> did, you, did you know about this? Uh-uh. It's extremely nope. good. <laughs> so Kanye, this year at Coachella, Kanye had... He did church on Sunday of weekend two. Okay. Um, and if you... Coachella has... Like, they have a, they have a streaming deal with YouTube where they have to stream every single thing at Coachella. Okay. Like, every show is streamed. Sure. Um, like, that makes a certain amount of sense. And because it was a Coachella event, Kanye had to stream it. But Kanye being Kanye was like, watch this. And he just put, it was, they just put, it was only one camera, and there was a black piece of paper or, like, something over the lens, and you could only see, like, a peephole out of the out of the lens that was maybe the size of a like maybe like two quarters i don't it's like so you could kind of see through it and yeah. it was definitely being live streamed but you, you couldn't see it it was very know, good but you, you, that's pretty funny by itself but at the same time like i don't know that in 2019 i'm like you know 
really the sanctity of a live Kanye performance <laughs> must be preserved. Like we cannot commit this to live stream or to film. Like what a travesty no. that would be. Like yeah, modern Kanye, absolutely not. No. Like yeah, yeah the purity of the artist. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> like fuck that guy. Like yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Boy, um, my microphone spider is mm-hmm. falling apart. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You You're know what? the rubber. You know the. You know the thing that you set a microphone in that's got the ru- like the bungee cord, and it's like a it. It's like a nest, you know, and it like it absorbs the shock of the microphone if you like bump it. I have like a little tripod. Oh, I'm gonna take a picture on Slack so you can see it. Okay, please do that. Um, because it's very it's falling apart. Have you I, played any video games, Steven? I guess I don't know. Play Destiny. What's that? <laughs> uh, me too. Yeah, like that's just it. It's like it's just been a bunch of bunch of Destiny. I've been playing something I'm not allowed to talk about yet, for the most part, mm. other than Destiny. But I did play a bunch of. I played Embargos. a bunch of Destiny this morning. It's embargoed. Yeah. Yeah, you streamed it this yeah. morning, which I didn't realize until I woke up. And well, then... I didn't tell you, which is part of. Yeah. The I was like, oh, we streamed. Mm-hmm. Um, how was your stream? Because you did it before the reset, right? I did. I was basically just cleaning up a bunch of stuff before the reset because the Iron Banner right. is starting today, so it wasn't anything too exciting. Um, it was just me basically getting more powerful gear for the for the day and talking about lore in Destiny mm. um, here and there, and just you know, just generally what I've been vibing, what I've been feeling yeah. in this last week. Um, you know, there's some cool stuff about Callus and whatnot. I know it's Destiny. It was just nice to kind of like. I don't think we had previously streamed the PC version of that game really before, or I hadn't. Yeah, certainly. And it's just maybe kind of interesting to show off just how unbelievably better it looks and feels on PC. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Though how I, quick those load times are. <laughs> uh, I I download it because it's free to play, and I like. I, I don't think I'm gonna buy the season pass for a third time, mm-hmm. or buy Shadowkeep for a third time. But, yo, it's a different game. Yeah. It's It's like, it's a different game. Like, it's a different tra- game because, like, you, you can play it. It's a different game because it's the only game you can play while you're playing it. You can play other games while you play mm, Destiny on the mm-hmm. PS4 or on the Xbox because right. the loading times are so long. Yeah. There's, like, loading times for your loading... There are literally loading times for your loading times on Destiny, yeah. on console sometimes. And so you, like, pull up your phone and you're playing Grindstone or mm-hmm. uh, Dragalia Lost or whatever the fuck you you happen to be playing at any given moment. And, yeah, you, 100%. It's a different experience from... Honestly, from the experience that you have with most video games on consoles right now. Like, we're nearing kind of the end of the life cycle of the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One. Yeah. Um, and but literally, uh, I don't think we talked about it much last week, but the PlayStation 5 is, like, announced for holiday of next season. Um, and as we push farther and farther towards the end of the life cycle and towards the end of the generation, lot load times get worse because the game's... Because uh, game publishers made a, made a devil's pact about mm-hmm. 25 years ago saying, like, well... Games used to have, like, like Gran Turismo 2 ran at 60 frames per second, and it was awesome. But then they decided, like, what if instead of that, what if every game ran really poorly and looked, looked very nice? very good. Yeah. <laughs> and, and took 10 years to load a single level. Yeah. Uh, what if every video game that you played was a fucking um, Sergio Leone movie, where uh-huh. it, it's, like, 20 minutes of build-up and then, like, 5 seconds of release. It's great. Yeah. 
Um, it's it is super weird though because I don't I like I I guess I'm like I I might be struggling to remember um, because I was a child at the time. Uh-huh. But the end of the 360, I didn't feel like we had hit the limit of what those consoles could do. Uh, technically, yeah. The thing that I felt was that they were just super out of date software wise. Like the PlayStation 3's like cross media bar was hot garbage. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. like like the whatever Microsoft had been doing like with every single iteration of the new dashboard was just slowing the whole thing down. And bring like back I was sorely disappointed. Blades. Bring back blades. Yeah, bring back blades. Hashtag <laughs> bring back the blades. <laughs> um yeah, like I didn't I mean and then I was sorely disappointed when the Xbox One dashboard hit. Uh <laughs> but like I didn't <laughs> Speaking of bad dashboards. Uh-huh. I didn't... But I didn't feel like... Uh, like, Halo 4 looked great. And still mm-hmm. looks great. And I, like, didn't feel like that was the push. But with this, the software feels fine on, on both of these boxes. But it is so clear that there's just not enough horsepower under the hood of these... Under the hoods of these things that, like, we have to make the jump. Or right. they feel... Like, the developers feel that we have to make the jump on a technical level. Now, do you own a PlayStation 4 Pro or an Xbox One X? I do not own either of those boxes. So okay. both of the consoles that I have, the second I ask them to do anything, any processing of a bit or byte, they do they do have the desire to enter orbit. <laughs> yeah, they do spin up the turbines uh, mm-hmm. real quick. Yeah, like for me, I and so I have a Pro and a uh and an Xbox One X. I think the problem that you run into a lot of the times with that stuff is the same thing that you run into with basically anything that is designed for anything but besides a Nintendo console, which is that nobody is going to develop for a thing that requires like a smaller install base. It's right. but it's such a like that's why the PlayStation Move and the Xbox Connect like that's why those things like never went anywhere is because nobody was going to develop exclusives for either of those things. No, not serious exclusives for things that had a smaller install base than the people who owned the boxes. Like, why would you ever do that? Right. Um, whereas, I but what feel about like... Star Wars Connect, though? So, that I'm Han Solo song is <laughs> yeah. a completely underrated novelty song. It's a good... It's a good song. It's totally fine. That thing was instantly memed, but people who thought legitimately thought that it was a bad thing that they were doing uh, have no sense of joy in the world. Yeah, they're wrong. It's a Weird Al caliber parody. It really is. It really is. That was harmonics, right? Uh, that was a I think that was a harmonics joint. Yeah, those people know what they're doing. Actually, the Kinect had some fucking really good, funny stuff like with it. I think that was always the best use case of the Kinect, is the Kinect, when, when it didn't take itself seriously, or when the developers didn't take the technology seriously, is when mm-hmm. you got the best stuff, because it was Star Wars Kinect, it was... Connectimals. Um, Connectimals. Okay, maybe not Connectimals. <laughs> uh, but I was going to say, uh, uh, Happy Action Theater, the Double Fine, uh, like... Yeah toy box thing that thing was great um and then uh the gunstringer from from those guys that game was all right yeah well the dlc uh, so the game was all right the dlc for that game i don't have you ever watched um the wavy tube man chronicles before no you should at some point go to youtube and just find a full playthrough it'll only take like i don't know like 30 minutes to an hour to watch Mm -hmm. the entire playthrough the entire thing they made a mad dog mccree style uh live action section of the oh, gunstringer where you oh, are good. yeah uh-huh 
where you are, um, you, like, in an Old West town with a fucking guy who's, like, Sergeant Kabuki Man. He's, like, the guy from, the like, all the Roger Corman films, the, like, uh, the, I forget what, like, Toxic Avenger type movies or whatever. He's in it. Uh, Brendan Boyer is in it as, like, a priest. And it just gets, so it's, like, Mad Dog McCree caliber acting in an old west town with like a lot of repeating actors and stuff like that for like the first 20 minutes and then it fucking completely goes off the rails because it starts to introduce things like time travel and like alternate dimensions and oh. the and the main villain is like like uh, is named Wavy Tube Man Jr. and he pulls up in a fucking limo in the middle of the old west and it's literally an inflatable Wavy Tube Man from like a used car lot but with like a mean Good. face drawn on him and he's got like soldiers from the future <laughs> fighting behind yes, his side. Good. Yes, because he, good. Because he's come from the future to uh, fucking uh, take over the past. It's it's really really good. Um, but yeah, so. The th- like to get back to the original point, I think like the the weird thing about the PlayStation Pro and the Xbox One X is that like it's almost the exact opposite problem. It's like it's a situation where technically speaking, the install base of people who own PlayStations is probably smaller. You know, like just by comparison than than you know, the number of people who own a PlayStation compared to the number of people who own a PlayStation Pro might not be like enormous, but because you can develop with extra overhead like extra right. extra space and it will technically run on the other ones those people just like design for the pro and the x in mind and even then right. i don't think that they always run super well i think control actually ran really poorly for me on x i've seen i'm wondering if that was like a, a weird mix-up with the like day one patch or something like that like not installing properly on mine because i've heard yeah. other people say it's fine but but yeah it's yeah uh, it ended up it ended up being like okay i like I still have to finish it, but, like, I hopped in, and it was kind of tough on my S, and then they did release a patch, like, two weeks into the game being out that, like, fixed it. Oh, hell yeah. Okay, um, good, good, good. Which is good. Um, but, yeah. But, I, uh, but yeah, uh, no, for video games, I, I have not been playing Control. Uh, I'm looking forward to that DLC, though. That's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, uh, it's going to be I- good. Another game that did come out today that I own on Xbox but is coming out on PlayStation as well is the, or not, sorry, not The Outer Wilds, just Outer Wilds, mm-hmm. which I know is a game that you are a huge proponent of. Um, it is. Everyone should go play it right now. I keep hearing that and I keep wanting to. So so the reason I bring this up is because yesterday we started kind of discussing our Game of the Year contenders and mm-hmm. started creating a Google Doc for stuff that we need to play for the rest of the year. And that's high on my list for sure. Uh, and I also just pulled up the uh, video or the the picture you have of your strange. I didn't expect this to be made of metal. This like cage for your microphone. Oh yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Why is this? It. Uh, it's very broken. It looks like the machine they put. Uh, uh, uh the robot guy, uh, Magneto. It's like looks like the machine they put Magneto in in the Assassin's Creed movie. You, of course you know what oh, you're talking yes. about. Oh, yes. I, of course, know what you're talking about. It did take me a second, but I, of course, know what you're talking about. Michael it does Fassbender? look exactly like that. Yeah, Magneto. Yeah. <laughs> His legal name, Magneto. <laughs> Michael Magneto Fassbender. <laughs> yes. Oh, goodness. Uh, yeah, anyway, that's that just derailed me. But, uh, yeah, we're looking at kind of our Game of the Year uh, lineup here, and uh, Control's probably going to be pretty high on it. But also... Outer Wilds, it's a game that I want to get back to, but at this point feel like I... Because the reason I fell off of this game, and Nikki, you can tell me 
how you feel about this and how you think about this as someone who has beaten the game, right? You've beaten it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, this is the issue. I had a long conversation with um, Steven Besner from PC Gamer about this uh, a few months ago, too, where it's just like, I played that game and, like, I enjoy a lot of what it's doing, but also got stuck. Right. And... and that is not a game that you can, like, just brute force your way through. It's, like, a game mm-hmm. where you, like, either understand what's going on in that world and, like, the logic of what it wants you to do, or you don't. And if you don't, what ends up happening is that, like, a lot of people who have played that game are tell you, like, oh, actually, you're just way overthinking it. That puzzle that you're stuck on is super easy, which, let me tell you, does not make me feel better about right. wanting to go back and play this game where I'm like, oh, so I'm just a big dummy is actually <laughs> what right. you're saying. You're just, I'm just not, I'm just not... Uh, like smart enough to beat the outer wild or to beat outer wilds much like i'm not smart enough to watch rick and morty that that's kind of the vibe <laughs> that i get from yeah. people who are like way into outer wilds sometimes For sure. is, is it's very much like oh you just don't understand it or oh oh like it's it's so transcendent you're you know you'll you're gonna get it eventually and like blah 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 blah, blah. and it does come across at a certain point like i very rarely feel that way about media where it's like people pushing me into into experiencing it actually sours me on doing it but for some right. reason something about outer wilds just the re- the reception to it in that way has really just pushed me in that way maybe you can tell me that i'm wrong <laughs> i think that. i think the thing that happened and this is this is me a uh, a person who was not in the industry but was watching the industry a couple of months ago and then coming into it like i here's what i saw happen what happened was the game came out and nobody played it. But right. then the people who did play it were like, why the fuck isn't anybody playing this very good video game? Uh-huh. And yeah. then the cycle ended and everyone was still like, hey, wait, hold on. Wait, no, 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 no. Like, we need to talk about this one. But, but like other stuff had started to come out and no one wanted to go back. Right. And that's why I think everyone is so like the people who played it who are kind of being annoying about it, I think are just kind of frustrated that it didn't have its moment. It didn't have its big moment, right, which is why right. I think the this re-release is going to like kind of recontextualize it. And then in Game of the Year conversations, I think it's going to come up again. Um, I mean, just by virtue of the fact that more people own PlayStations than definitely. own Xboxes might actually have a big part of play in that. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, I also think, like, as far as the puzzle stuff is concerned, I also hit a wall. There was there was one puzzle specifically that I was like, I I don't I don't get it. Like, I under I have the pieces. I just cannot figure out how to put them together. Right. And I just looked it up and looked at a guide. And like, you just have to find like you have to. The thing that was hard for me was like getting my brain to be okay with the fact that I was about to use a guide. Right. Um, because like that whole game, the, the, like, I don't know, the, you're supposed to be able to read your way through the game. Right. Cause without no, having like, to... there, there are no mechanical barriers in that game. It's literally just like knowing right. where to go and how to walk through things. Like that's literally exactly. all it is. Um, yeah, exactly. So like the second you're like, I need a guide for this. Like my brain was like, ah, that seems kind of shitty. But like it, I looked at the guide and was like, Oh, I get it. Cause I didn't, it didn't take away from the work that I did to get there. So like, I was like, ah, okay, I'll just do this. And then like not look at a guide again. And then I was able to get through it. Okay. 
Um, and the, the other thing I've heard too is that they hate they did after I touched that game. It, it seems like they did apparently like patch it to include yeah, better onboarding for. Like, that's what I also lessons. heard. Okay. Yeah, because oh, the beginning of that game is, uh, it, it's really strange because it's very good mm-hmm. because it gives you literally no information, but you can immediately start to glean stuff from just fucking around on the island or like right. on the first planet that you're on. Um, but it's also extremely bad because if you are not the type to explore and like talk to every single person and look into every single nook and cranny, it's inscrutable because the game doesn't tell you that that's like the kind of game that it is. Right. Um, if you're coming into it, well, I I'm, like I can very easily see people coming into it. And it's like, Oh, it's a space exploration game. But then like, the game does not tell you that when you start it. Uh, so any work that has been done to like uh, ease that transition, I feel like would be good. It's a good game. Yeah, it seems really good. It's also very long, which I think like I think there's just like a bunch of different little tiny things kind of coming together to make to push me away from this game. That like by all intents and purposes, you weren't here for when I fought hard for. Return of the Oprah Din last year on the mm-hmm. Game of the Year lists because I fought hard for <laughs> Return of the Oprah Din, which is a very similar sort of thing where it's just like you, where it, all the puzzles are things you can you could technically just answer correctly right off the bat. There's nothing right. stopping you from doing it. It's just exactly. literally walking around and checking everything. The thing about Return of the Oprah Din and Return of the Oprah Din has its problems. I think it's a little bit like I wish that game had a fast travel button for one because there's like a lot of puzzles in Return of the Oprah Din. Did you play it at all? I did not, because okay. I didn't have a PC at the time. Oh, sure, yes. Um, yeah, well, Return of the, It's coming to Switch soon, so there you it go. It is coming to Switch, yeah. Um, Return of the Oprah Den has, like, there's... It's got this whole, like, the conceit of that game is that you are, like, a insurance claims adjuster in, like, mm-hmm. the mid-1800s, like, investigating this ship where all the people aboard have either disappeared or died. Uh, and you have a magic pocket watch that lets you see the last instant before a person died and everything within their, like, field of view. And what ends up happening, spoilers for the Oprah Din, it's not, this is a mechanical spoiler, not a, not a story spoiler, but what ends up happening is that when there, you start, like, layering, you start incepting through these deaths, where it'll be like, mm-hmm. you, you use the pocket watch to go into one person's death moment, and then, you like, out of the corner of their eye, they also saw somebody else dying, so you incept into the moment of their death, and then you incept into the moment of their death, and you can, like, leapfrog to new locations that in new time periods that you couldn't do previously. And there's, like, this entire thing where, like, you eventually have to go follow this rowboat out, away from the Oberdin itself, away from the boat, and you're, like, moving across the ocean, um, and stuff, and every time you want to go and investigate that area again, you have to like incept all the way back to it uh, and it's a real yeah. pain to do if you don't catch everything all the clues that you need on their on your first go on that, the first go that's a that's a pain um yeah. but you know overall i think that's a fantastic game the thing that ends up becoming a pain for me in outer wilds is i so i am the kind of person who loves to explore every little nook and cranny and read every little thing that they come across in these games and I think that actually becomes a problem for me at certain points in Outer Wilds because yeah. there was two things happening for me in Outer Wilds when I, when I dropped off. It was the Quantum Moon. It was, it was like I uh-huh. don't, couldn't figure out how to do the Quantum Moon. That, was, ev- that was what I had to look up. I was going to ask you, actually, if that was the thing. Because yeah. that's, that's the thing like, I was asking people, and they were like, oh, it's actually way simpler than you think it is. Like, you should just look it up. And I was just like, I don't want to. Yeah. 
there are there are two puzzles for the quantum moon. I figured out how to get on. This is a mild spoiler. I figured out how to get on it. The puzzle that's on the planet is what I couldn't figure out. Okay. See, I haven't even um, gotten on it. I've gotten to like yeah. a, there's a rocket ship that like that is separate from your spaceship, and I've gotten onto that thing, and I don't know what mm-hmm. to do with it. I've flown it and fucked it up real bad and died mm-hmm. multiple times. Mm-hmm. The other thing that happened to me is like okay. So the thing about Outer Wilds is if you get stuck on one puzzle, you can just basically ignore it and go to a different puzzle because you can just go in any direction you want and go find these other things. The thing I ran into was one of the other puzzles that I really wanted to explore was... This is another mechanical... This is kind of a bigger mechanical spoiler for Outer Wilds, so if you don't want to hear about it, like jump ahead. Um, That game is on a 20-minute... It's like 22-minute time loop. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, where if you don't succeed in time, if you die, you restart at the beginning. If you don't succeed within 20 minutes, you reset to the beginning of those 22 minutes. I kept getting to this one spot where it's like this underground city that's like, um, floating above a black hole. Yes. And and you have to kind of like platform your way around the, around the city and like the inside of the houses are a bunch of different like logs from those people and from those times or whatever but it's just like as the 22 minutes are progressing the the more and more of the houses are being pulled into this black hole yeah and and if you get through the black hole there's something on the other side that you can get to but then then you don't have your ship and you can't move around you're basically stuck in like two spots and i cannot fucking tell you how many times i got to the end of my time loop or 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 died or ran out of oxygen or just intentionally tried to kill myself so that i could restart the time loop because i kept falling into that fucking black hole because houses are falling into the black hole it's just like but no motherfucker i want to read all of these things (laughs) one of these things might have the thing that teaches me what i need to do to get to progress forward on another puzzle it might have some important story stuff it might have something i want to read but like I didn't know, I couldn't memorize every single, like, one of these, like, six dozen houses that all had these, like, logs and stuff yeah. in it, and, or if I slipped and fucked up once, you just immediately then get pulled into that black hole, and, and it's yeah. just like, well, I'm back in this stupid fucking tower floating in space, yeah. and I can tell, I can use it to teleport back to this one spot, but I've already read everything in that one spot, so, like, fuck me, I guess, like, yeah. I don't know, like, there's nothing to do, um, so I just gotta keep trying it over and over and over again, and brute forcing my way through it, I guess, and that doesn't yeah. seem fun. I don't want to do it, that. I encountered the same thing on the Dark Bramble, which if you end up going to this planet, I'm excited to, like, I'm excited for if, if everyone ends up playing it, I'm really excited to see, like, what... I don't know anybody who didn't get stuck on a planet. Right. Like, I, like there's one for everyone, and everyone that I know, it's been a different one. Really? Okay. Um, I've been like, to Dark I Bramble. Have... I know. I know what's up with Dark Bramble. Dark Bramble's fucked up. Like conceptually, it is like wild, and then the things that the game makes you do are fucked up. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's infuriating. So, um, but yeah, I got because so, I know on there's one... more. Oh I know yeah, there's, there's more like... going on with Dark yeah. Bramble than than meets mm-hmm. the eye. I haven't quite figured out how to. I kind of have an idea of what's going on, but I haven't quite figured out how to like circumvent it because I I just know that there's got to be a way to like circumvent the thing that it seems to want you to do, or or uh-huh. it seems like it wants you to do. But I haven't figured out what how to circumvent that yet. Because yeah. like I found like let me tell you I pu- I pulled out the signal scope on my home on on your home planet on Ember Hearth or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Timber Hearth? Timber, Timber, yeah, Timber Hearth, I think. Uh, And I pulled out my my signal scope and I heard that music. Like, I know... Yeah, there's... I know... uh Uh-huh. 
I know there's something going on there, uh, but yeah. I haven't figured out like what I need to do to circumvent it yet. Yeah. It's good. <sighs> it's yeah, a good it video game. Cool. It seems like really neat. Yeah. I, I think it is... Uh, I'm happy that I have played it already. <laughs> Um, because, uh, just because of the way that, of how much time I know I took on it. Right. Because it definitely is a, this is the game that you play for the weekend that you decide to play it. Right. Because it, uh, it does feel, it, it is a game that, at least for me, that I know if I dropped it and then picked it back up, like, a week and a half later, I would be like, what the fuck, where was I? Like, what is... And uh-huh. then if I finish it, I would have been like, oh, I actually don't have any of... Like, none of this is cathartic for me, because I don't remember what the first half of the game was. Right. Which is why so, I think like, I'm just going to restart it, honestly. Yeah, yeah, that's what I would do. I would just, like, start fresh, because um, it works as a single narrative thread that is, like, un- uninterrupted other than the fact that you die every 22 minutes. Yeah, I was gonna say, uninterrupted except when you f- slip off that goddamn rock mm-hmm. that falls out from under your feet and you're back on that yep. stupid fucking tower. Ah! Yeah. Have you tried getting in the tower, though? What's that? Have you tried getting in the tower, though, Steven? I've been in the tower. And then launch yourself? Like, like use the, the teleporter thing? Mm-hmm. I've done it many times. Oh, okay. Okay. There's two of them. Okay. Is uh, all I'll say. <laughs> okay. I'll look at that some more. That's that's good to know. <laughs> See, uh, a hint like that is, is actually probably useful. Because the thing I was actually going to say is, like, I've had this exact same... I think that is one of the other reasons that I've been so reluctant to look up guides for it. Is because I've had this exact same pattern happen to me with other games that are, like, lauded as being, like, incredibly cool pu- uh, puzzle things. Do you know Fez? Yes, that's okay. That's exact. This was my the first game that was like this for me, and because okay. I was a child when it came out, and everyone that I was following in Games Press was like, "Holy shit, Fez! Yo, let's let me talk about Fez." And I was like, "I don't. I'm too dumb for this. I'm just gonna leave well, this one over here." So it. So both in Fez and The Witness is the other one where I had I came finally had to I broke uh, and had to look up a guide to a solution to one puzzle I I didn't know. And in both cases, it, these were games that people talked about like, "Yo." You don't understand. This yeah. thing's gonna blow your mind when you figure it out, when you find the solution or whatever. And in both cases, I like I broke because I was like, I can't figure this out. What the fuck is the solution? And then it turned out the solution was some bullshit that fucking yeah. no normal person would ever be able to guess. It was in the case of Fez, it was how you translate the language in that game, in this in this kind of like puzzle platformer for people who don't know from the Xbox 360 era, Phil Fish worked on it, um, got very mad about stuff afterwards. Um, there was like the whole secret to that game is that you have to basically decode this like alien language and the way that you do it is there's like a codex there's like a Rosetta Stone out in that world but you don't know where it is and there's no indication that it is the Rosetta Stone except for the fact that there's 26 of them and you it's not the only hint is that there is a um a God, a, a, a quick brown fox jumping over a lazy dog in front of it. So you're supposed to glean. Uh... You're supposed to glean <laughs> that it is a quick, like it's A B C D E F G H I, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and and That's like that, up. it's stupid. It's I hate it. <laughs> I I thought that was the dumbest fucking thing in the world, and people are talking about it like, oh, this is the thing that like, yeah, this is gonna blow your mind. It's just like you're all a bunch of goddamn psychos. Um. And then the other one was uh, was in The Witness, another game that I thought was uh, way overblown once I found it, whatever. There was, like, I, I played a large chunk of that game without ever 
uh, getting to any using any guides or whatever, and I got through this, like, one thing in, like, a greenhouse where I was just like, I can't figure this this out. Like, all of the puzzles in that one, like, the, I figured out the solution was, like, all of the puzzles were basically somewhere in the world was a tree branch, and you had to line up your perspective so the tree branch was overlaid over the puzzles, and then, like, the tree branches would show you the pattern that you needed to overlay onto the puzzle itself. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I got to the final puzzle of that zone, and I'm like... I can't figure this out. Like, I'm follow. I found the right place to stand, but like, I can't trace the puzzle. The, the tree branches aren't giving me the correct solution. What's going on here? And I looked it up, and it turns out that the the, the solution was that you had to use that tree branch, but then one of the twigs on the tree branch was broken, and the broken twig was on the ground, and you had to, like, picture in your mind what it would look like if that tw uh, broken twig was still on the tree branch, and take that twig into account. It's just like, that's just some dumb bullshit that if you don't notice, you're just never going to be able to get past. Like, it's not, like, clever or interesting yeah. or, or good or, or fun or logical. It's just, like, if, that, if you happen to look down, you get it, and if you don't, fuck you. Like, this is dumb. Yeah. That's uh, anyway. That's bad. That game well, also also Jonathan Blow is bad. So whatever. Uh, <laughs> he seems like a not great dude. Um, yeah. Well, the twenty twenty uh, fan bites game of the decade, uh, the witness. <laughs> um, you can uh, we'll we'll send Jonathan Blow a, a trophy. Oh. Uh, um, we have a games. meeting, Stephen. We do. Mm hmm. Okay, well, do we just want to wrap this one up? Or do we, I think like, we should wrap this one, one up. Okay. Yeah, I think because it's, it's an important one, is what okay. John has informed us. <laughs> there's uh, there's not a lot of uh, video game news this week, so thank you all for listening to me rant about Outer Wilds and for Nikki to be uh, very patient with me this whole time. Yeah. Uh, you can find us on fanbyte.com. You can find me at, at Stephen Strom at Stephen, S-T-E-V-E-N-S-T-R-O-M on Twitter. Nikki, where can they find you? Find me at Godsewa, G-O-D-S-E-W-A. And you can find Merit on Twitter at at Merit K, M-E-R-R-I-T-T-K, the letter K. Uh, yeah. Thanks for the knowledge. Thanks for the knowledge. Oh, wait, word. Yo, wait, uh, hold on. Wait, mm, Danielle what? will be on the show ne oh. next week. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, hi. Uh, Danielle Riendo works for us now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or with us now like i should that seems mean um yeah uh, danielle riendo of uh, formerly of vice games and uh waypoint is going to be joining us and she will be on the podcast next week we might have some other podcasts that you might want to be doing here for us in the near future so do uh wait for that uh like keep an ear out for that uh we will talk to you soon yep bye bye